So in a world of avoidance, in a world of distraction, of quick fixes, of addictions, we're becoming more and more anaesthetized and switched off. We're searching for something. So what do we need to do? What, what's required of us as business owners that want to get our message out to the marketplace? We need to switch people on. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Welcome back, everybody, to the Business Mastermind podcast. This is Gavin Preston. Today's episode is going to open the door to a business growth model that I've developed called the Strategy Compass. For over 25 years working in organisations from corporates to medium-sized to small high-growth organisations, I've always been looking for what are the levers to stimulate growth. And over the time, that 25 years, I've identified six key areas that we need to look at if we're going to scale your business and scale and improve performance, whether at a corporate or organisational level, a team level or an individual level. I put these six uh, steps together into a business growth model that I call the strategy compass. And in this episode, I'm going to take you through the beginning of that model. But as an overview, the six parts are in the centre of a compass, if you can imagine a compass, in the centre of a compass, we have the importance of purpose and mindset. And then in the north uh, part of the compass, you know, the arrow pointing north, we've got outcome. Then we move around to the east, we've got strategy, go around to the south. We've got capability and then West is action and accountability. So the six steps again are purpose, mindset, outcome, strategy, capability and capacity, and then action and accountability as the six stages. And I'm going to give you in over a two-part series an overview. This is set in a studio environment where um, I've been interviewed to kind of pull these insights out of me and you will get over the two parts the two parts in terms of the show release schedule will be intermingled by um, a two-part interview with a, a guy called Roland Frazier, but more, more of that coming soon. Actually, listen out this coming Friday for an extra additional episode with the first of a two-part with Roland Frazier. So we have this one opening up the strategy compass. Friday, followed by Friday and the following Monday, the interview with Roland Frazier, and then the next week we'll be finishing off this story around the strategy compass. So straight into the studio with me, starting to talk about the Strategy Compass. Hello there and welcome to the Strategy Compass Light. My name is Theo Van Dort. I'm in the studio with Gavin Preston. And my role today is to act as the learner, to ask the questions that you at home or watching wherever you're watching these videos would want to ask if you were sitting in this virtual classroom with us. So without further ado, Gavin, welcome Thank you. And um, tell us about the Strategy Compass Light. As business owners, we set our business up for a reason. We obviously saw a product or a service that we out there in the marketplace that we believed we could do better. We're passionate. We want to be successful. And yet quite often there's a period of, there can be periods of where frustration, where things haven't gone quite according to plan. What I would like to do is to, with, with this program is to give you a guide for growth. Because I think 
what businesses have seen is that there's a fair degree of frustration at times. Why? Because some of the strategies that worked in the past are no longer working and having the same traction in the marketplace right now. And that can be very confusing. What a lot of all, in, that, in the face of that confusion, what a lot of business owners often will do is get their head down and just carry on doing more of what they did before. But that's not always effective. And what I've put, done is put together a program based on a model that I call the Strategy Compass, which has come from 14, 15 years of working with thousands and thousands of different business owners and business leaders in organizations, large and high growth entrepreneurial organizations. The aim has been is to find out one model that will give you a route map or give you a guiding compass in order to help you get your business back into growth. And many of you will have had experiences over recent times where you've had growth, maybe a period of plateau and not knowing what you need to do differently to get back into growth. And this is what this program is about. This is an overview. The Strategy Compass Lite is the overview program that goes in sort of a tandem with the main program called the Strategy Compass. So I'm going to give you a flavor of what we cover in the detailed 10 module program called the Strategy Compass. Okay. So, um, First of all, we keep using this word strategy. What is strategy? Well, a strategy is a plan of action to achieve a particular long-term aim or goal. I've made reference to my model, the strategy compass, so let me just talk you through it. At the heart of this program and the heart of the model is the importance of purpose and mindset. We've got to get these two aligned and attuned in, and in focus in our business and with the teams in our business in order to be able to propel our business to a whole new level. Then we need to give the business, just like any vessel or any vehicle that we start off on a journey, we need to point it in, direction, in a direction and have a very clear destination or an outcome. Then once we know where we're heading, the question that often comes to mind is how on earth are we going to get there? That's the strategy piece. And then once we understand how we're going to get there, we may often question, have we got the right people in the team? Have we got the right resources, the right capability, the right capacity in order to go on this journey and to deliver it in the timescales that we would like? And the final stage is absolutely critical, which is about action, taking action, and also about accountability. So this program, the Strategy Compass Lite, is going to take you through each of those stages, the six stages of the model, the Strategy Compass, so that you've got an idea about the things that you can do to take your business from plateau revenues back into a period of accelerated and sustainably accelerated growth. Okay, superb. Well, it's a great overview. And um, I can actually also let you know that we have filmed the uh, Strategy Compass, the full, vol the full version of that. It's 10 modules long. We did it yesterday. And the insights and information that's given me as a business owner, I can tell you for now that it really is a worthwhile program to study because what I love about it is it gives you a step-by-step -step approach. And as Gavin uh, intimated there, he has worked with thousands of different businesses and he's taken the best bits of learning, all of all of his learning how not to do it with those businesses Absolutely. and those business owners' learnings how not to do it yes. and put it into this program. And you can share in that in that information and um, it really is very good. So uh, this is a, as a light version will be a great reminder as well. Indeed. So let's go to the heart of the model, the core of the model, and that's around purpose. One of the problems that we face in the day-to-day -day business environment right now is that I think most of us are going through the world increasingly turned off. 
We're bombarded on a daily basis with different advertising messages, with um, uh, advertising hype, with unresponsive marketplace and employers breaking promises. We've got all sorts of stimuli and in any one moment, Twitter feeds, instant messages, social media, text messages, email, and there's so much information coming at us. I think in terms of a marketplace, individuals are detuned to the messages from companies, detuned from advertising messages, and have their, it's almost like their BS sensors on an ultimate high. So I don't think businesses marketing and advertising messages are having the same impact that they used to do. Because people are switched off, they're anaesthetized. More than that, if you actually have a look at the employees from the organization point of view, um, that as an employee, a lot of business owners are having problems with performance. Actually, they're saying that if only that member of staff would operate or perform at the right level. And time and time again, whenever I go across uh, the, the world in terms of companies I work with, the simple truth keeps coming back time and time again, which is I haven't got the right level of performance out of my people. And also, I often don't have the right people in my business. I can't find and recruit the right level of talent. Sickness and absence is at an all-time high. Do you know, it cost over 130 million man days a year in the UK. Last year, it was lost to absence and sickness. And that's an annual cost of over 100 billion pounds in the UK to the economy. So I think the challenge for us is that only two-thirds of the world's employees are engaged. Firms are losing ground to higher-performing organizations because people in the organization are not switched on. Employees are not engaged with what's going on. Company loyalty is at an all-time low, and greater than 40% of the workforce intends to leave an organization within a five-year period. What's the impact of this? Stunted performance and stunted growth in the business world. So we've got an issue around customers being switched off. We've got issues around employees being switched off. And then if we look at some of the aspects around customers, not only traditional advertising mediums not working, but when you look at prime time Saturday night TV, 76% of people during the ad breaks are looking at a second screen. People are resistant to marketing hype. What do you mean by second screen? So, um, for example, they're spending time looking at either a smartphone or a tablet during the ad breaks. So what do most people tend to do during the ad breaks on Saturday night primetime TV? Oh, you mean they're just surfing social media or they're you know, talking about whatever the program might be or they're looking surfing the internet? Yeah. So they're not actually watching the adverts anymore. Or they might pop to the toilet or make a cup of tea or coffee or something like that. Yeah. The point is they're not watching the adverts anymore. Okay. So and a lot of people recording the programs and then watching them 15 minutes after they start so they can just skip through the adverts. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So the result is the traditional methods of advertising that organizations, large and small, were using are not having the same level of traction and impact in the marketplace. So in a world of avoidance, in a world of distraction, of quick fixes, of addictions, we're becoming more and more anaesthetized and switched off. We're searching for something. Um, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure, according to um, Viktor Frankl in his book, Man's uh, Search for Meaning. So what do we need to do? What, what's required of us as business owners that want to get our message out to the marketplace? We need to switch people on. We need to find that power button, that on button to reactivate, to re-engage, to wake them up. It's our job to find, us, to find a way to create a message 
to a marketplace that inspires, engages, and switches them on, and importantly, creates a pull and attraction so they're compelled to take action. How do we do that? Well, the answer to that is that we've got to zone in on the bigger why, the purpose of our business. Um, you know, benefit-led marketing is well understood that, you know, all our market needs to talk, needs to, talk to the what's in it for me, the whiffum factor. We've got to engage our audience. We've got to make it personal. The more that we can understand what difference our product or our service will make to the marketplace, who are we serving? What difference does it make to our customers and what difference it make to our customers' customers? We need to stop thinking about selling. We need to start thinking about serving. We need to ask the question of ourselves, so what? So what difference does our product or our service make to our marketplace? So what difference does it make to our customers and to our customers' customers? Because it's very easy internally in an organization to look inward and come up with an arbitrary figure of where we're going to set our target going forward. But that's not going to be enough to engage our audience, and it's not always going to be enough to engage and get the right and the best performance out of the people that work with us in our own businesses. We've got to come up with a compelling why, a bigger why, because the bigger the why, the easier the how. A fantastic author and speaker called Simon Sinek has written a well-known book called Start With Why. And he's saying he puts why at the the corner, and he talks about his model called the golden circle. And he has right at the middle of his golden circle, why, and then the next layer out, how, and the next layer out, the what. And he gives an example in, say, the IT uh, industry of, of what traditional and typical is the response or the approach of most marketing or, or most organizations in their marketing. They start at the outer piece. They start with the what. So they may, for example, say, we've developed this new PC. It's got this specification in terms of RAM, in terms of hard drive, in terms of processor speed. It's got this graphics capability. And would you want to buy one? But that doesn't always compel, and particularly if their lineup of different products is all full of their features in that product speak that for many people could just glaze over it, go over the top of their head. He also gives a counterexample, that of Apple. They start in the middle. They start with why. He said, um, we are on a mission to create insanely brilliant products. We believe that our work is, sits at the intersection between engineering and the liberal, liberal arts We are focused on creating a user experience that is so simple that even a toddler could use our software. We happen to be in the world of computing. Would you like to buy one? It's a very different approach. Slightly more compelling. A a good (laughs) deal more compelling. Because actually people aren't buying the what. People are buying the why. The final stage of everybody's decision-making process is ultimately the gut feel. It's the, it's the kinesthetic. It's mm. that this is the right thing for me to buy. Yeah. So it's not enough for us to talk about features. It's more, of course, we know we need to talk about benefits, but it's more profound than that. We, our business needs to stand for something. Our business needs to have a bigger purpose. Why? Because that will have appeal and be inherently attractive to our marketplace. And also, it'll be inherently attractive to the people that work with us in our own business. So what we need to do is to find a way of actually pressing that on button, of actually switching people on, because a compelling purpose really does switch people on. So most people ask when they're sort of planning the future of their business, most people ask the question, where do we go? Where are we heading? 
That's not the best first question, in my opinion. It's a great second question. But your purpose, your why, will determine how far you go. Your purpose determines your destination. So we need to ask why before where. So so we need to ask why before where. And, And what I share with you in the Strategy Compass model is how you can spot and identify what your bigger why is. I take you through a series of questions that are very, very powerful at pulling out the bigger why and also build the business case about why all of our business in terms of our external facing activity and our internal staff engagement activity needs to stand solidly on the profound foundation of what we're up to in the marketplace. Why? Because businesses are doing a lot of success at the moment are up to something, whether it's Virgin wanting to revolutionize the customer experience, whether it's it's, um, Facebook and WhatsApp wanting to connect the planet, whether it's Apple wanting to create insanely brilliant products. They're up to something. They have a bigger purpose that by pursuing that purpose and getting it right, the profits then follow. Very successful business owners and very successful entrepreneurs, they're not chasing the money. They're up to something different. And all the money is, is a way of keeping count of how well they've achieved and performed in the fulfillment and the delivery on that purpose. Marketing's changed. Marketing used to be about the push. Buy this, buy this, buy this. Now it's shifted. It's about the attraction. It's about the pull. What we're offering is our proposition to the marketplace, our product or our service needs to draw people in. We need to create a community, or Seth Godin, a brilliant writer in marketing, would say, we need to create our own tribe. And then we need to bring them in. Because, Teo, you know, as, as, as a member of a sort of a buying public or even somebody buying products or services into your business, yeah. you don't like being sold to, do you? No. No, none of us do. No, you say where you walk into a shop and you're browsing and then somebody comes over and they're just, you can just tell that they're desperate for that sale. It's so off-putting. It's so off-putting. what makes you just want to walk out the shop. And it's unattractive. It's very unattractive. And we yeah. think back to earlier in our lives in the dating game when we might go out to, somebody, to meet somebody at a bar or a nightclub. You know, the individual that was 10 minutes before closing tra- time trying to, desperately trying to find a date for the night, of course yeah. that didn't, didn't pull, did they? Didn't get that date. Because <laughs> yeah, it's inherently unattractive. Yeah. What we need to do actually is have something where, you know, we might, we might not like to be sold to, yeah. but we love to buy. We love to buy a product or a service from an organization we know, like, and trust. Yes. And that you have a feel of authenticity towards. Authenticity is massively important. In a day and age when there's been one marketing scandal or hype after another and we felt let down by the organizations and the, uh, and the bodies that serve us in the world and in society, we want to know that we're dealing with the real deal. Mm. Authenticity is attractive. So in the strategy compass, what I do is I take you through the process about how you can identify what is your bigger purpose and your why, and then how you can use that to engage in the right level of performance and commitment from your staff, and then also how you can engage your marketplace so you create a following. That's exactly it. And you do cover that off really nicely. The fact that it's not just about the customer, it's also about getting the buy-in of the team because once you've got the buy-in of the team and, you ha- and, and Gavin shares this information about how to get them to buy in by actually helping them to create this purpose, because what people help to create, they buy into so much more easier than if just being told dogmatically, this is what our purpose is. And once they have the belief that they, have, they were part of the intrinsic creation of that purpose, it's amazing the difference that will make. And it was a really valid point you made yesterday when we were filming yeah. the, uh, the full modules. Profits follow purpose. It's 
essential as that's at the core of our business. Once we've decided what we're up to in terms of our bigger purpose, our mindset, our thinking, not only of us as the business owner and leader, but also as the key people that run the organization, that run our business, has to shift. If we want to take our business to a whole new level, if we want to accelerate growth in our business, we first have to change the way that we think. If we don't, then it will lead to frustration. Because day-to-day life, day-to-day business life, there's constantly being bombarded, aren't we, as business owners? There's challenges and upsets from employees. The competitors will make different moves in the marketplace. Oh, there's operational challenges on a daily or a weekly basis. All of that at times can lead to lackluster results and plateauing revenues. It's so easy to get bogged down and to even feel overwhelmed. Oh, no, not this again. Oh, not another problem. And at times we can understandably feel a little negative. And before we know it, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. We have started to make the move to take our business to the next level. And if one or two things don't happen the way that we hoped they would happen, before we know it, we've just gone, shot ourselves in the foot and go, you know, I I don't think we can do this. Mm. So actually, we need to reset our mindset. If we're going to create a shift in the performance of our business, we've got to create a shift in the thinking of of ourselves. Because... We've heard the phrase before, I'm sure. If you keep on doing what you've always done, you're going to keep on getting what you've always got. If you want to take your business to a whole new level, then you've got to be aware that often we, as business owners, are the greatest asset to the business, but also at times can be a greatest sort of weakness or liability to that business. So to create a shift in performance, to fulfill and deliver on the purpose, to deliver accelerated growth, we need to create a shift. New mindset, new results. So is your current way of thinking helping you to achieve success in our business? Yes, of course, we've got to have the right strategies. We need to have the right product. We need to have, bring that product to the market at the right time. We also need the right team around us and, of course, the right market conditions and distribution. But at the heart of it, we need the right mindset. Mm. So it's really important, and we're going to come on to outcome and goals in a little while, it's really important that we focus on what we want rather than what the obstacles. Hey, obstacles, challenges, problems, they're going to show up. And it's what we do in response to those challenges or obstacles that makes the difference. Human beings, we are great makers of meaning. We interpret, we decide whether something is going to be good news or bad news. And it's, it's that determination of whether it's going to, in our own heads or whether it's going to be good news or bad news that will impact how we feel and the actions we then take. There's a great story tale I heard about this um, in terms of an, um, our interpretation of the stuff that happens around us because that can affect our outcomes. There was an old farmer that ran a ranch out in the Wild West. And one day, his three prize horses that pulled the plows and did all the sort of heavy work on the ranch, escaped, bolted the fence of the ranch and ran off across the prairies. The village folk said, oh, that's terrible. How on earth are you going to cope? Your three prize horses that pull the plows and do all the work, you're so unlucky. They've disappeared off across the prairie. How on earth are you going to cope? And the old boy goes, good news, bad news, who knows? So the very next day, The horses reappear on the other side of the fence to the ranch. And his big, stropping 19-year-old son who does all the work on the farm with those horses 
goes outside of the fences to try and secure the three horses and bring them back inside the ranch. And in so doing, he gets trampled on by one of the horses and breaks his leg. The village folk say, you really are unlucky. First your horses escape across the prairie, and then when they come back, your son, who does all the work on the farm with those horses, he breaks his legs. How on earth are you going to be able to cope? The old boy goes, good news, bad news, who knows? The very next day, the army come into town, conscripting all the young, able-bodied men to take them off to war. Broken leg, his son does not get taken to war. Village folk go, you are so lucky, your son not taken away for almost certain death. And the old boy goes, good news, bad news, who knows? And here's the point, we don't ever know. And it's our resp- it's the meaning that we associate with things that will make the difference, not what happens to us. So with our mindset, we can turn a glass half empty into a glass half full. We can take a problem and say, where's the opportunity? We can take the very thing that we thought was the glass ceiling that was holding us back. And if we think about it the right way and with our right mindset, that glass ceiling can be the new platform for the next phase of growth. This episode of the Business Mastermind is brought to you by the Evolve Mastermind. The Evolve Mastermind is a business mastermind for business owners of businesses turning over between 500,000 and 5 million per annum. Their monthly events provide you with solutions, strategies, inspiration and insights to help you scale and grow your business. Each month there's a hand-picked speaker to provide you with relevant strategies plus time to mastermind with other business owners on issues that are facing you and your business. With groups in Chelmsford in Essex and Manchester in the Northwest and more locations planned, go to www.the-evolve-mastermind.co.uk. That's www.the-evolve-mastermind.co.uk. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms, enjoy more success and create more impact.